All right, we have another book to talk about. We are going into... Yeah, let's do it. Scout Comics, baby. Let's do it. Use code TOM101 on Scout Comics to get a discount. They're homies. I don't get any money for it. We love Scout. They're an amazing company. Shout out James Haig. You're just going to get a discount of some kind. They change the discount. They make it 30% sometimes. Use Kotam 101 over there to hook yourself up because Scout Comics is one of the best independent comic companies since Image Comics. I've said that multiple times. Their portfolio is vast and they their do a lot of different stuff. It's amazing. Like I've seen like I'm thinking of like Vault Comics as an indie publisher I like who seems to specialize in like horror. Right. But Scout has like pretty much every genre. In We're there. reading about dude. When was the last time we read about a superhero comic book about or rather, from Scout. Like, we talk about horror books, relationship books. We've they don't we do talk, a lot of superhero stuff, do they? I think they Impossible do. Impossible Jones, kind of? But, but even really. then, that's kind of superhero-y, but that's more anti-hero, villainy right. kind of you know, humor. Comedy this right here is like, this is a superhero world. It's mature. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're smoking pot. They're having sex. Like, there's this is a... Uh, this Not every Scout title is okay for the whole family. No. Just the Scoot books. That's the Scoot books. Yeah. Which we also are very uh, supportive of the scoop books. But distorted, who do we got? Speaking of scoop books, did you notice Nate Johnson's name on the inside cover of this book? I did. I yeah, yeah. He, the, was, he helped put it together. He's on the design page, the production team. Yeah, we got homies. It's just cool. It's cool to see. We got homies, comic fam. We got homies. But the actual creative team of this book, the writer and artist, covered by the thing over there. Yeah, keep going though. Also, I can't remember. I think I'm fairly certain this book is translated. It could be. I'm getting the, the name of the creators down here. here. Oh, it's right go. here. Boom. So I'm gonna, uh, I apologize. Salvatore Vinvenzio. And yeah, that's the writer. And uh, the art is done by Gabriel Falzoni. There it is. Distorted. This is a superhero tale that I'm very hyped about because I like Scout so much. And there's not a whole lot of superhero stuff that is as world building as this. This right here is a, a a change in human beings' evolution similar to the X-Men. They even kind of poke fun at that. They do directly mention that in here, which is kind of interesting to see. People are starting to experience having powers, and there are government agencies having to deal with it. I like how they highlight it here, like the abilities with the blue, the blue kind of circle highlighting uh, the hand here. Is it telekinesis? Yeah, it's telekinesis for sure. They're, they're changing the radio dial without actually touching it. And, yeah. I, and I also love the letters here in that bottom panel. Like there's a lot of uh, times in this book where like, I never say this, but like, I like the letters. That doesn't usually come it, out of my brain. Well, you know, I know because we have a good letterer, like a really good letterer, not just someone who's getting the job done with placement, but they're going out of their way to make the static Right. Static. You know, we just chatted about that. This right here is another area where I was like constantly stopping in my tracks going, oh, I'm really appreciative of this type of stuff. That could have just been another speech bubble. It could have been. They didn't need it. But it, it makes this, the comic stand out. We're following two different uh, stories in this run. It's complex. It, you know what? I would actually, um, I think that this is an important one to read the synopsis beforehand because otherwise it's kind of confusing. Yeah, I was confused. I did not go. I did not take this extra step that you did and, and read the synopsis of the book. We are following in one half of the book a character named James who is a high school student, into girls, chilling with his friends, smoking ganja, and he's also experiencing an emergence of new powers. He has telekinesis, and he's kind of showing it off to his friends. And yeah, 
To the point where he's able to snap his fingers and lock his car. Lock his car. Um, but see, I didn't pick up on that. I thought he was just using his keys because they. Mm-hmm. But you could see the snap. I gotta say okay. too, it flows really well. There's this is a details. writer who is working with his artists very closely because they're able to communicate the narrative with not a whole lot of dialogue, and I appreciate that. I feel like it's not a like a like he's not like relying on the artist to tell the story. He's doing kind of a Steve Niles type of thing where he's communicating per panel what you need to what you need to do to make the story flow progress. The pacing is stellar. Yeah, they do a good job in this sequence of outlining this kid's telekinesis without uh, hammering you over the head with it. Look it at just, this. It just happens. Boom. Like he yeah. walks past his sleeping dad in the living room who uh, knocks off a beer bottle on the chair and the kid just grabs it with telekinesis and puts it back with, so that it doesn't shatter on the floor and wake his dad up. And we get a lot of ex- um, examples of that. He's just learning to use his powers like any kid would. And... There's a lot of music in this as well. That was another thing. Weird connective tissue to the last. Why is there so much music in our comics today? All right, but look at this. We have another person named Tom. Ooh. All right, we have a government agent. As he's a private eye, and he's working for a government agency whose job it is to find these individuals who have their powers emerging. Because we're learning in this world, these powers aren't just as simple as telekinesis or as, you know fun as moving something around or lighting something on fire. That's maybe the most interesting thing about this book is the way it's affecting society at large is like kind of unpredictable and dangerous at times. Look at this. We have a character in a story that he's learning about. That's like not character story. We have Tom realizing about an event where this person, um, when put into a fight or flight mode, exploded and killed a bunch of individuals. A five-year-old, it says. Yeah. Five-year-old. Yeah. So it's like so, not just teenagers like X-Men is. It doesn't affect you at puberty. It could be like anybody anywhere all around the world. Yeah, this is in Brazil, for example. Yeah, it's uh, it's very unpredictable. And uh, it really reminded me of Heroes, the TV show, where, you, where you're introduced to a vast amount of characters, all who have different powers. And at the very beginning of the story, you're pretty overwhelmed and kind of confused. Who am I following? Who's this again? What's their power again? What's happening here? Is this person good or bad? But the thing is, is that if you go into it knowing that... There are two stories playing out parallel to each other. Right. It makes it make sense a bit more, which is why I think it's an important review to get out there because I cannot recommend this enough. This is a lot of fun. This is another example of someone who has this distorted gene where it's manifesting powers. Someone working in an office is just getting so pissed that he blew up the entire office floor. Quite literally with that sound effect. Yeah, that's what happened. Almost brought the ha- the whole thing down. So Tom has to go and deal with some stuff. Clearly, he's interested in this person who's putting him on this task because they have a relationship. And um, let's see here. We are introduced to both characters within two issues because there's only two issues that are out. But the antagonist, the worst of the distorted are what is going to get you really pulled in. That's what grabbed me. Because some of these individuals, they have powers that are like, yeah, he, this person got really upset, so he just kind of caused a mind bomb kind of thing to go off. This other person blew up in flames, kind of like instant, you know, spontaneous combustion. Okay. Yeah, these are some hardcore powers. Telekinesis. Sure. Tom can read people's minds. Awesome. There's a kid who throws up acid. Like it's freaking alien, you know, a xenomorph. She kills her dog on accident, right? She gets sick and just like 
projectile vomits onto her pet and kind of melts her own dog, which That's is right. horrifying and disgusting all at once and so cool. But some of these uh, antagonists, well, actually, we, we get introduced to one antagonist specifically. Yeah, this the girl isn't really an antagonist. She no, just, she's is just someone a kid who's help. kind of cursed with a horrible power. Right. It's not really beneficial and... Imagine if that was on your X Men team, just like someone who barfs. That oh, there is someone on the X Men team who does that. Who barfs? Yeah, uh, Mike Allred's creation, who was in Deadpool, the Deadpool movie. Oh, yeah, he throws up, and that's his thing. Someone Gross. in the chat, help me! I'm forgetting. Um, I'm not an X Men person. It's like a name. It uh, is? It's, of course, a name. It's like it's like one name. It's like one word. I'm forgetting. Someone in the chat, help me! Um, you know what I'm talking about? Barf. No, that's not it. But Mike Allred made him. So we have. Uh, antagonist who is looking to eat other distorted individuals. Yeah, there's a cannibal guy in this there's book. A cannibal. <laughs> it's scary. It's got like, it gives this book like a weird serial killer kind of horror flavor that I wasn't expecting either. It's a it's a cool mix of things you're used to, like telekinesis and mind reading and stuff you've seen before, mm-hmm. but also with this weird acid vomit cannibal twist that comes out of nowhere that is really unexpected and cool. Also interesting that this is the second time we talked about cannibalism on the show today. Weird. What is happening? We're not even planning this. We just like, we pick these comics because they look interesting. And then we, we, find we know that we're them. excited. And then boom, there's just like these, these threads that we just weave like we're damn Scarlet the spider, you know? The book has hit 20 bucks. Let off the gas. Colin Fennelist here really got it for some jack for the goodness. $75 cover price on this, don't overbid, but if somebody wants it, we got it. 